the project. Kuwait. Learn. Are you relocating? If you are relocating, you want to know what it feels like to be a person that involved. I was uh, someone that relocated 14 years ago. And also symptoms, like there are some people that really go extreme stress when they're relocating. Is that normal? Not normal. What should you do? How to prepare yourself? This is the show for you. So you can always, you know, listen to this show and get some support. Yeah. And if you're young and you relocate after college, we also give some tidbits on That's what right. you can do coming back and how long to Depression should last. Yes. Situational depression. Situational depression. We're not talking about clinical depression. Yeah. So sit back, relax, enjoy this episode. And for expats, Dr. D talks about all the resources you can find in Kuwait. Actually. And the benefits of moving over to Kuwait. Many benefits. Who would have thunk? Who would (laughs) have thunk? It's not as bad as you think. That sounded so cheesy. (laughs) Why do you let me say stuff like that? (laughs) But no, sit back, enjoy this episode, guys. And uh, shoot us a message if you have any questions. All this and more in today's episode. So it's peak time, all right, in the Middle East right now. It right? is This peak is time. when all these teachers are coming into Kuwait. That's very true, in August. And yeah. you know what? They're all Googling what to expect in what Kuwait. What to expect. <laughs> and I can tell you right now, you guys are screwed. <laughs> yeah, God. No. But you, you, guys, know the, you guys the, can expect depression, yeah, like, reality check, really. dust storms. Dust <laughs> like, storm. That's true. Keep it. The thing is, is that, you know, all of... You know, I'm an expat. I came here in 2005. Do you know when I came here? Of course, I came through the university and and there was like my contract was three years. And then I was like, you know, at that time, you know, with my husband, I said to him, look, we can just go. My son was only five months old. And and we thought, you know, well, we better do it before they're teenagers because it's hard to relocate them when they're teenagers. And I was like, it's only three years. We'll finish the contract and come back. And it's been 14 years Well, later. you passed the five-year mark. In Kuwait, I truly believe if you go past five years, mm. that's it. You're a lifer. It's In true. In Kuwait, like it's, it's… And but a lot of people love living here. Because I mean, I have easy. so many expats. It gets expats. easy, though. It is ex- and It then gets really easy. And you get comfortable for with a certain lifestyle, right? So here, the three years I was supposed to stay and go. And it's like, to me, it's like it's automatic. Yeah. And I've covered another three years and another three years. So somehow being here wasn't as bad as I thought was going to be. And most of the time, it's an easy life here. You, no, you have sense. people helping you all the time. You know, you make good money. It's easy to have like a nanny. And it like, is, it's You don't true. have to do your own wash. You don't have to do anything. That's true. And, you know, and some nannies even cook and they can, you know, prepare at least. So the lifestyle is easy. You make good money. You start to get accustomed to certain things that you do here that you probably don't do in the U.S. or anywhere else that you've come. But relocating comes with its own stress. 100%. We have to, we can't deny the fact and being an expat myself and also working with other expats is that when you first relocate, there are so many variables that you have to keep in mind. And it's also possibility of getting stress and depression. And especially if you have never done it before. Like for me, I came back here, but I was born here long time ago. Of course, I don't remember it. But still, somehow coming back here was a little bit, I felt like there was roots for me. Yeah. But, you know, I always admired like Americans and Canadians, Australians, all over the world, they come here. And I mean, at least I speak Arabic. Like there's other people that don't speak Arabic. So it must be terrifying to be able to come to this part of the world and not know what to expect. Especially when you leave your family behind. Like the biggest thing for us, we all come here. We don't have family. We've left them behind. We've left our friends, our roots. We've left the streets that we know and the, you know, everything is familial. And then now we are in a new place. We don't even know where we're going to live. What are we going to do? How are we going to like our friends? 
So relocation is very important, especially for people that are moving. It's really tough for college students, even when you're a college uh. student in the States and then you come back to Kuwait. Mm. And I, I joke around every student that I meet that comes moves back here. I'm always like, so do you have the uh, three-month depression there? Or like yeah, the four-month depression? Because it's a real thing. Yes. I came back from the States. And this was in 2005. Of course, my brother had just died also. So yeah. it was like a double whammy. Nice. And I get back here and it's like my entire life is different. I can't mm. go outside during the summer because it's hot as hell. Yeah. You know. Sauna. You, so, yeah. It's you hell. Can't, you can't. <laughs> no one's going to relocate to Kuwait after that one. And then you can't really walk outside because, you know, again, it's hot. There are no sidewalks. It doesn't promote walking outside. Mm -hmm. And all I had then was the gym. You mm -hmm. know, the gym was like, the gym was all I had. It was literally, I'd go out for an hour. And this was before university. Yeah. So it sucked even more. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the States, there's so much going on. You could go to a park. You could go do this. You could go do that. Mm -hmm. And here, it was such a depressing feeling mm. because even I couldn't even work. Mm. You know, in the States, if you, you're in between jobs, you can get a job at like 7-Eleven or whatever and get away with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's Or true. For, in my case, landscaping or whatnot. But here, you couldn't, I couldn't <gasps> even do that. They were like, oh, you need a college, college education. And I was like, what? Yeah, it's true. So I can't be a salesman? And my dad was like, are you an idiot? Like, you know, and I was like, well, I just lived in the States. I, yeah. you know, I worked at Party City for Christ's sake. Yeah. You know, like I was selling Halloween costumes. That's true. And But here you, we're not used to Kuwaitis at your age going to… Most of these places are employing expats, for thing. example. And we talked about this in a previous episode about yeah. boredom. And I got bored. Yeah. Because there was nothing else to do. And I, and think, I couldn't work. And I think most people should be working. 100%. If you're a teenager… I strongly advise working because it teaches you a lot of life skills. Of course, skills. and you can add to your CV and, you know, even volunteering would be good to stay out of boredom. Yeah. Because if you're bored, you're going to watch TV, you're going to be gaming, you know. So at the best end, you're accumulating hours, that, right? That sense of depression, though, like it was a gut feeling. It sucked. Yeah. It really sucked until I got into university. And even then, it was still there until I'd say like till I met my friends and got that close circle of friends. And even then, I didn't feel like I was a part of society because I'd lived abroad for seven years. Mm. And most of my friends were Americans. And we're talking legit Americans, townies, you know, hockey players, baseball players. Even me, I play baseball. So yeah. It's, yeah. it was so weird. And even till this day, it's hard for me to relate with some guys in Kuwait because it's on a different level. If right. it's you're going to hate this. It's on a more masculine level. Oh, it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Again, like, the masculine Yeah, level. it's like… But it's, I thought you were more feminine. I mean, not feminine. You were, you were into women's <laughs> rights and… So are we putting social constructs <laughs> up? I mean, well, whatever. Uh, no, I, I am. you were married to a feminist. <laughs> I, I am a feminist. I support women and I support like these gender constructs that we have and we don't have. But I am also a realist and I'm the type of guy where… I'll horse around with my friends, punching, whatever. And it didn't really exist with my circle when I came from the States. So it was like, all right. But you know, the thing is, is that I think you're making a good point. You know, when we're talking about people relocating, it's very important that they know what they're good at, what this skill. Like one of the things I remember when you were a student is that because you played baseball, baseball and then yeah. you also trained. I remember you used to be a coach, right? Yes. So yes. I think the idea is, is that, so in order for, you know, so you came and of course you came under different circumstances. You had to come back. I mean, for you, you you were a uh, baseball coach. 
So it kind of like knew what your hobbies were and then you knew where your love was. And then when you relocate, you obviously came under different circumstances. Your brother had died and you needed to come back. So it's not by choice. And maybe there are people that are relocating that didn't come by choice because they need to relocate and their company send them here. But the majority of the people I know, for example, they do come here by choice because they need the job and they're relocating for their job. 100%. So I always recommend, you know, for you, for example, getting into baseball, meeting people in baseball, although, you know, you're you're half Kuwaiti, the idea is, is that you recognize more of your American way. So you weren't the typical guy that just went to Diwaniyas like they do here. And you realize that you're much more comfortable with the Westerners, for example. So you immersed yourself in like a baseball team or tried to do it more things. But it wasn't really like immersing myself with Western. It was that comfort zone of playing oh, yeah. the sport. That's right. Like the, I just That's grew, right. I grew up playing sports. Yes. And, know, see, like and, that was, and, and that was relief. See, when people relocate, I truly recommend that they find what they are comfortable with. You know, so if you're, if you're into sports, so you want to, I mean, nowadays it's easy. Back in the days when we used to relocate, you know, we didn't have this access. So we either depended on the company to give us somebody that we can ask for things or we used to, you know, usually the man would come because if it's his job and then he come, he gets, secures everything, a place to live, whatever, until the wife comes. By then he's learned a little bit about the environment. I mean, thank God Kuwait is a small place, so you don't have, no need to know a lot of the, you know, the inter- infrastructure, or yeah. at least you have Google. It's now easy my to get best friend is bit. Google yeah. Map. Yeah. But even yeah. my best friend is Google Map because you can, but back in the days, it's like, think about it. People came to this country and didn't really have a lot of information or about them, or they've heard all these horror stories. It's hot. You're going to hate yourself because, you know, there's a lot. And then they find all the negative. Oh, women have to be, I love the way whenever I go back home, they're like, is it true women have to be covered? No, women don't have to be covered. How do you cover in that hot heat, for example? That's not true. So, you know, when you're relocating and you've heard these things or you've watched movies that are like portraying, you know, Arabs that are like, we're all riding on camel. I can't believe it's 21 century and people still make comments like, do you really have a car? Are you really, you know, riding a camel? Like, are you living in the desert? We don't live in the desert. And so these stereotypes makes it more scary to relocate in this part of the world. And then when people come here, they're they're filled of these labels, you know. Oh, no, I have to wear something more conservative. I have to, you know, I have to cover up. No, I have to live with only American. Now, when you're moving with an American family or if you're with the embassy or whatever, maybe that's, you know, they provide these services where you are. I think it's a lot easier for like the embassies. Of course. Yeah. But but it's also becoming easy. I mean, I know with our university, for example, the HR, you know, sends you all the information you need. They send you links now to look up. Oh, that's cool. uh, they also, I mean, now AUK, for example, has housing. Back in those days when you were there, we didn't. So when I moved, for example, they had a stay at a, at a place or like a, a furnished, uh, whatever, accommodation yeah. for a month. And then within that month, we had to go walk around and find an apartment. We have to furnish it. You know, now oh, it's they, easier. They, they never got you like a place to stay? No, and, I mean, wow. they gave us a place to stay, but it was just temporary until you find your apartment. So sucks. we have to go walk around, trying to find where the place is, trying to get an, you know, a place, uh, a car to rent. But then, they, you know, they tried to help you, whatever. But now it's like company, even the university is much more equipped. So now they can send you links to places. And if you look like Facebook, for example, has these like websites like expats in Kuwait, uh, you know, uh, sales, people that are selling their stuff if they're leaving, something whatever in Kuwait. 
So there's all these like resources that you can get in touch with and you can ask questions like, you know, I have one or two, I can't even remember what they're called, or garage sale in Kuwait. I don't know, all these websites. Now we also have living in Kuwait. Living in Kuwait is like tells you all yeah, the things you can yeah. do. Back in the days, they didn't have. So now what you do is, is that you can ask a question like, where can I get a formula for my kid if you're coming with an infant? Anyone selling a lot of their stuff, you can buy it, you know, use stuff. Or they'll say like, where can I go for a doctor? Definitely like families that have kids, they are much more stressed because now they got to change doctors. They got to change. Uh, where can you go for like emergency? What hospital is a good hospital to use? What schools I should? All these, even though the company might have these answers. And now a lot of companies have packets, like a relocation pack, if they, you know, with information. But it's so easy now. And I think it's like, and it's much easier for people that have relocated in other places. I find the less depression happens with people that have relocated before because they just know, like, like people in the embassies, for example, they've relocated every two or three years. So they gotten used to they like, what used, do you yeah, do? Yeah, that makes sense. And the embassies give them a lot of support. At least our embassy does. They, uh, you know, a lot of, but then if you've never relocated it's going to be harder for you. So expect that you might be able, like having a situational depression. So how could, how could you deal with situational depression? I mean, from relocation. I mean, so if you're from relocation, you know, so that's what it is. It's like you try to, if you, you know, some people, just their personality, they're not flexible, right? They worry about going somewhere where they don't know anyone, which is a lot of us worry about it. And if they're not social, then they worry about not having that personality to meet. So the first thing you want to do is for me, I feel like you need to go online and get all the resources you can about groups that you can belong to. In Facebook, you definitely can do that. So Facebook is like saying, I'm moving to Kuwait. What should I do? Have all these questions. People answer you all the time. Then what do you do is that, you know, trying to be able to, when you come and trying to connect to your kid's school, if your kids are going to school or do some stuff with the husband's work. Like for example, if your husband's working at this company and he, you know, meets someone and his wife is also staying at home, another colleague, for example, try to get the wives to connect. Anything like this will help. Now, definitely, if the wife can, it would be nice to work. But sometimes it's very hard here because if she doesn't have a, uh, you know, if she's not independent with her job, then she can't drive. But still, like with kids, I know a lot of parents, like, you know, moms have connected to other moms at school and then they can make a lot of more of their connection that way. Definitely, you can isolate yourself. You can have that mentality of like, every, I hate this place. It's too hot. You can look at the negative. As long as you continue to look at the negative, you're not going to adapt very well. No, that makes sense. I mean, if you stay positive about your relocation, it's the best way that you're going to deal with it. And yes, and it's look normal. At it, look, at it from, look at it from the bright side. You're going somewhere, especially if you're coming to Kuwait, you're coming here to make money. Like, right. let's be realistic yeah. about it. If you're an expat so that, Stop Kuwait, complaining, right? Yeah, like, you come here, you make your money. I knew a guy that took the bus everywhere. And yeah. he was like a teacher, you know, Canadian teacher. And I yeah. was like, dude, you take the bus. I found it so weird. Yeah, because yeah, people don't use I'm buses. Like, That's you right. You can afford to rent a car. You can afford to buy a car with your salary. Yeah, but you look know, at most, all these people teachers, he's meeting on the bus. A lot of- That's true. That would be cool. You know what? That would be cool. Imagine yeah. like meeting all the characters that like on the buses. That would yeah, be awesome. Yeah, can you imagine? But also this really connect. You know, it makes you like teachers at school. They're, you know, the first thing they do is their orientation. Then you meet other teachers like yourself that just came or there are teachers that have been here. You know, use your resources from the company that you've come with. Meeting a lot of other colleagues <clears throat> like you, you know, helps you. Finding locals. I don't understand. There are so many p- people that have lived here for a couple of years, still haven't met any join Kuwaiti. Join a gym. Join, join a, a gym. gym. If you join I was a just going to say join like a that gym. That is a real, yes. like baseball. I mean, um, you know Tad, right? Yeah. Tad, like, 
I got him into Even baseball. Carol did the. Carol did softball. Oh, she did Car- softball. Carol's yeah. a softball player. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, Tad still- came, you know, he did a lot of baseball. He met a lot of people through yes, baseball. It's true. And it's really easy to meet people through the commonalities that you can find with certain circles. Right. It's and because, help you. Because it's not like America. You know, when you go to Chicago, like for example, if you're in Chicago, you move to New York, whatever, you know, you can go to these like uh, clubs or whatever to meet people. The idea is I hear people like, where am I going to meet other people? But it's not true. We have so many access now yeah, to meet people. Yeah. It's not as bad as it was 10 or 15 years ago when we didn't have all these platforms. But it's, it's, it's what are you looking for? If you're looking yes. to party, then it's simple. Yeah. And go it, to Dubai every two weeks. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, and that's another positive thing. Bahrain. Oh, people yeah, People need to right. think about the positivities, the like the location Kuwait, you can travel. Dude, and we can afford it. I mean, look. I if called I was, you, dude. Is that okay? Dude, it's Can okay. I call you, dude? Yeah, because you're so, you're so sexist, but it's all right. I'll take it from you. <laughs> but I mean, to, to really to go back to the point. Now, I really thought about is like you know there are places I have visited because I live here, yeah, and I can afford, and there are in proximity, like much Bali, more than if I was exactly India. I mean, think about There's all these so positive many. things. Yeah, I mean, and and so if you're gonna continue saying I hate living here, like I have a colleague, poor guy, he's just. You know, his wife never wants to come here. He just cannot adapt to Kuwait. A, because she doesn't really speak good English or Arabic. So the idea is that she gets bored and she's staying at home. He's tried so many times connecting her because now we have all these connections to these different groups, different embassies. They also have different resources. Now we have council groups, you know, like the American Council. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. That's kind of cool. That's that's really cool. I mean, and I tell people always connect the American business. There's a Canadian business. There's, I don't know what. These people, when you go, they have brunches, yeah. they have events. It has really helped me meet so many people by being in these in these kind of. And then one person, you meet another person, they invite you over, and it just gets started. And then you just gotta have an open mind. Remember your purpose of why you come here. Seriously, no, hundred percent, you're right. But the depression is normal. Please, I want people to understand relocation depression for some people comes with it. It's normal, but if it stays longer than three months and you're finding yourself losing interest in a lot of things, can't sleep, your weight has gained or lost, you know, when you have all these symptoms yeah. of depression, please make sure that you seek out support or help. Go call Dr. D. Call and Dr. And, D. And, and or that. send me a message. If you're not really sure that is this relocation, am I just, you know, sometimes people don't know, is it this or is it that? Yeah, it's that's, okay. that's true. Yeah. yeah. Send Dr. D a DM, yeah. you know, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, she'll get back to you. Yeah, I'll get back. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can DM me if you want a friendly conversation. That yeah. or if you want to find a, like a baseball resource or a CrossFit uh, that's resource. That's true. That's right. Cross- I mean, th- but that's another thing for trainers. Like I've realized a lot of trainers that I've met, it's pretty easy for them to acclimate because they'll go into their gym environment. They'll go into meeting new trainers and you know getting involved, especially CrossFitters, mm, because true. they have like their egotistical community. People aren't going to like that Egotistical. I know, right? <laughs> but I think we should end it on that. Yes, note. we should. Egotistical. I, I know, right? Is that is that even a word? No, not really. <laughs> but Sorry. it's okay. But you I'm, can do whatever you want. I can. Yeah, of course. Because you're a man. Can I, can, I, can I be my son's best friend? You guys will know what I'm you talking about if you, listen to one of our previous, if you listen to one of our previous episodes. Believe me, I am saving you effort and time. Do not. You don't need to be his best friend. Being his dad is enough. Inshallah. Inshallah. On that note, listen to our previous episode and you will totally get this argument. <laughs> in, in that case, DM us. And if you're a new teacher coming to Kuwait or even someone that's relocating entirely, 
Yes. Don't be afraid to DM Dr. Me. <laughs> Don't be afraid Ooh, to DM Dr. D or we'll DM the Project Kuwait. Yeah, right. definitely. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. You can also find us on Instagram at the Project Kuwait. Thank you, and join us next time.